Turn on that radio and back here. The cops ain't likely to catch up with us, not tonight. So we can all be quiet and peaceable and listen to the music. This episode of Auto Dealer Live is brought to you by True Car. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen in the car industry. How the heck are you? <laughs> Good afternoon, dealers. Welcome to the show. It's Thursday, three thirty. Auto Dealer Live. The yeah, show where dealers go. Yeah, we came to show up today. We we showed up today. <laughs> Glad yes. you showed up too. <laughs> you may say, "Hey, you and Dave Cribs don't usually sit that close together." You'd be right. Usually there's a small gentleman with salt and pepper hair that sits right in between us. He's here. He's doing, you know what he is? He's super hyper-focused on closing out our month. So he's actually in the sales room grinding out with the sales guys while we're in here grinding out with y'all. You're welcome, right? I know. I'm trying to figure out how you made it in here because you're the top sales guy over there. Yeah, um, I'm trying to figure that out myself. So (laughs) we get some clarity. We'll let you know. We'll tweet it out. Matter of fact, while you're tweeting, how about you tweet hashtag all the deal alive? Talk to us. We'll get you know, get some dialogue going. How you, uh, you know, does sound good? It, yes. Don't forget, obviously, engage in the show. Go ahead and like it, share it on Facebook. You can comment on Facebook. We're going to be monitoring the comments. We'll be talking about those throughout the show. So as our guests uh, come on and we get into our topic today, technically speaking. Technically speaking. Mm, I like that. It sounds. Uh, it sounds official. It does sound official. It sounds well thought out. Like we thought about like, hey, we're going to have people like talking about technology during the show today. So mm, what would be a good name? Tommy. Tommy. We, I didn't come up with this name, by the way. Yeah, we, we are going to have people talking about the technical stuff. Sounds like so, it's a perfect title then for the show. It, so, is, it is a perfect title. Uh, perfect title. <laughs> nice. nice. So, so here's the thing, you know, make sure that you uh, call in during the show. If our producers can get you on to ask questions directly of our panel, you're welcome to do that. It's 813-574-1820. And, um, you know, it's funny, you know, Dave's not here. He's, uh, he is literally out with the sales team in another office uh, making sure that uh, they hit the numbers that we need to hit to here at IPD this month. Yes. And um, which is, a, you know, an amazing sign of leadership, but that's another story. But here's the thing. Um, you know, I came in today and I was in this shirt. I have a, an army buddy visiting, so I'm not re-enlisting, but he brought me this amazing uh, hat. Uh, we were oh, in the service awesome. about 100 years ago. You together. actually jumped out of planes, correct? Uh, I did jump out of planes. And you actually. don't like flying. I can't. I'm scared to death of flying. That's why I decided to jump out of them. But here's the thing. <laughs> it was a natural reaction to not liking flying in the air. <laughs> get I me out of here. Get me out of here. So, uh, so yeah. yeah that's crazy. So, um, I was a little casual, and then I realized Dave wasn't coming on, and then I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to look really casual. And then you're wearing a T-shirt. So, it's like casual uh, casual Thursday. It is casual Thursday. You know what? I got to be honest. I mean, if you look at the screen i'm looking at the monitor you know we got why does it go blurry there why did i just do that i was trying to focus um 
we got some guns between us. I mean, you're a smaller guy, but I mean, not for nothing, you're in good shape for you know what you know. You're darn near sixty three years old. Well, I and, and I the guy the, I shop in the boys section, so right? I don't have he, to work out. <laughs> and I. Yes. What did you say? I shop in the boys section, <laughs> yes. so I don't have to work out. Um, so that yeah, that works out well for him. So he has, but yeah, he's, I mean, he's in good shape for his age, and uh, and um, you know, Villa's not here. You usually don't see Villa, you know, breaking out the guns, and there may be a reason why. You wow! Not, wow! Man, I have You know, he is watching in the other. I hope he is watching. <laughs> you did this to yourself. <laughs> okay, so today, you know, we've got a, an all-star lineup. We've Who do we got, have? Do you want to uh, talk about them? Yeah, let's talk about them because we've got five guests. I believe they're all first-time guests. We've got uh, mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. You say yeah? No, I think they I was are. like it was in disbelief. Um, like, uh, uh-uh, no, for reals. <laughs> yeah, just uh, in just a few minutes after the break, we're going to be bringing on Joe Dallas. He's the vice president of marketing at Trade Pending. We've got Chris Leslie, marketing director of Fairway Chevrolet. We've got Robin Smith, CEO and founder of We Go Look. And who else do we have? Chris DeGroot, from, he's a chief innovation officer. I want to be its chief innovation officer. CIO, that's a thing. Tommy is a big stupid idiot. Who said that? <laughs> All right, our producers are holding somebody, part. Why would you say that to reading. me? I'm reading that when I'm on the air. We should not write stuff like that. So we've got Curtis DeGroot, and then we have... He's the Stream Automotive, and then Larry West, who's the GM, and I believe he's a dealer principal or part owner at Keys Honda, Honda, and he's also affiliated with Drop-In Auto. So we'll get to find out what all the... We're gonna to get to find out what all these folks do, how they, what they bring to the table. Maybe it'll be like a, maybe a little Shark Tanky style type of thing. You know, let yeah, them, them kind of yeah, pitch. It's, it's kind of like a what's new. Yeah, that's a great idea. We'll have them kind of do a pitch in a sense because um, they're gonna be talking today about some of the new things that are out there, some of the new ways to connect with customers, whether that be, um, well, you know, quite frankly, I'm waiting to see what we're going to hear and what we're going to see. I've got some kind of some snapshots of uh, some of the things, but I I haven't seen everything, and I certainly haven't heard the the stories and the pitches. So uh, we're going to be talking about, technically speaking, coming up here on our panel and the next up, technically speaking, and is it time? I don't know. I want to know who called me a big idiot. Who called me a big idiot? Huh? Oh, all right. Well, uh, can we take it to commercial break now so I can throttle you? All right. We good for that? The next up is technically speaking. See you in a minute. Hi, I'm Chip Perry. The pledge was and is an action plan designed to address head on the concerns that many of you told me about right after I took this job. Thus far, our dealer pledge has been aimed at fixing the major pain points that you told us about related to our product, our customer service, and our consumer advertising. I'd like to reiterate that our dealer pledge is our ongoing commitment to you, our dealer customers, and we will continue to work hard to improve our service to you. Hey, Jason Rice from Lotpop. Lotpop is a new and used car consultant firm. We do weekly calls with our dealers, but we track out and trend out hundreds of charts looking at their inventory management tool and marketing on third-party sites. We've taken the top 25 metrics and created our own lot score for our dealerships, which will allow us to break our inventory down into the current status of our inventory, the marketing of our inventory, the stock our inventory and ROI. We're making that same scoring system available to all dealerships, clients or not. This is a great system for dealership dealer groups also to compare their dealerships week after week and how their inventory is scoring out to their goals and the best practices. Introductory price of $195 a month, no contracts. Check out more information at lotpop.com, click on lot score, get a demo, sign up for a demo, or call us at 844-LOTPOP4. Thanks. Attention dealership managers. Do you have a sales team that's underperforming? 
How about a sales team that's doing amazing, but you still think there's room for improvement? If so, I have a solution for you. My name is Mark Jennison, and I'm a sales performance trainer. I've helped countless salesmen and dealerships take their skills to the next level through lead generation, setting quality appointments that actually show, holding more growth, and delivering exceptional customer experience. So if you want more, if your team wants more, if you're looking to skill up, go to markjennison.com forward slash dealership, and let's roll. Is this helping you sell cars today? Does the dealership look like it's being effectively managed? So why does this happen? The problem is managers that don't really know how to manage and training that isn't really training. Think about this. Most management teams focus almost all their attention on only what's happening on the lot and in the showroom. In other words, the majority of our manager's time and effort is focused on a very limited pool of opportunities. The most successful dealers and management teams recognize that there are exponentially more opportunities happening outside the showroom that need to be converted. They execute an effective training strategy and they manage a few simple yet highly effective processes. The following video demonstrates what it looks like when it all comes together. You'll feel the energy of managers and salespeople making things happen versus waiting for them to happen. There is the captain. That's how we do it. <laughs> and look at this. Salespeople everywhere on the phones. Oh, look at that book. What's that book? I love that book. Perfect. Thank you. Look at that. Nothing but salespeople on the phones making it happen. Teach your managers how to do their jobs and provide them with the tools to get the job done. We help the best dealers in the industry get what they want better, faster, and smarter. When waiting isn't working, contact us. Hey, we're back on Auto Dealer Live. Welcome back. Welcome back. What's up with this lighting? Do I look washed out? I don't. Do I look tan? Oh, I got a little color over the weekend. I didn't say orange. You look okay? Do I look all right? Hey, you want to do that light? We can move forward. Um, wait, right? Yes, that's the one. Perfect. Our next up is technically speaking. Great. And uh, we've got Joe, Chris, Robin, Curtis, and Larry. Welcome to the show. What's up, y'all? Hello. Happy guys. Hello, hello. Good afternoon. Hey, 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 great to have you all here. You know, um, you know, in this world of the car business, obviously, um, we're every day we're trying to find the next thing that's going to get the attention of the consumer, not only get their attention, but uh, to, to have something that's going to be a useful tool to get a customer in, be able to take them the distance, make the delivery, add a new client to our um, to our market share. And we're going to be talking today about some new innovative ways to do just that. And I'm going to start the conversation off with Joe Dallas. He's the Vice President of Marketing at Trade Pending. And welcome to the show, Joe, and maybe kind of share with our audience of dealers what it is, what Trade Pending is, and how that can help us. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. It's uh, it's a real pleasure. So... um, so Trade Pending is the name of our company, um, and the product right now that we have out on the market is called Snap, like snap your fingers, which, uh, frankly, we probably do a poor job of differentiating those two, so they should, we should fire our uh, vice president of marketing immediately. But Snap <laughs> is a 
Snap is essentially a very forward-looking uh, and consumer-friendly trade tool. And the way we arrived at Snap was, you know, we stepped back and looked at the industry as a whole and the tools that were available. And we started by going to consumers. We did a, a bunch of consumer surveys and just said, hey, as a consumer, when you're going to a dealer's website, why? What are you looking to do? So very block and tackle initially. And what came back from that was some interesting data where, you know, a huge, the number two reason people are coming to dealer's website is to find out how much their trade's worth. Well, we showed this to our, to our kind of initial early adopters, and they said, hey, that's great. I don't see the lead volume that justifies those numbers. So that told us that there was a traffic subset that was being undercapitalized. Uh, so we wanted to solve whatever the user experience issue was with uh, with traditional trade modules that were preventing consumers from converting, um, which we've done, I, I think, exceedingly well uh, based on some data now that we're getting back from uh, our dealer groups and our clients that you know justifies that number when you can say, hey, you're becoming my number two lead source just below my website. Um, so... Very easy to use tool, very high converting tool, and uh, it's just a really powerful uh, way of inter- letting consumers interact and get the information that they need very quickly on your website. Okay, so Joe, just to clarify, based on your research, number two reason they're going to go to a dealer site is because they want that trade information, that trade, um, you know, interaction. You're saying that what we have had traditionally in place there isn't really doing the job as far as the conversions uh, representing that number two reason they go to the site. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, so when when we saw that number, um, it it told us there must be a tremendous amount of abandonment within those, you know, modules. And that was had to hinge upon consumer experience and ease of use, right? We just don't, our attention spans, even as adults, we're like eight-year-olds now. And so if you, if you put somebody through even, let's use vehicle selection as, as the example, if you put someone through a series of drop-down selectors that takes 12 seconds to get to their vehicle that they're looking to trade, you know, first of all, in that environment, where do we shop with drop-down selectors anymore? Nowhere. IRS.gov is where you see drop-down selectors now. Gotcha. And so there was a tremendous amount of abandonment happening there. So instead, we use predictive text type ahead that allows people to get to their year, make, model, and trim in two seconds instead of 12. Gotcha. Yeah, I, and I can definitely see how that would speed it up and, and keep them focused on well, it. Go ahead. I, I just Go ahead, think it's Colin. funny that we're such an instant gratification society. Now they're like, who's got time for 12 seconds for a drop down? Not me. I need at least. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, but it's so funny. You know, I mean, obviously that's the subject matter of the show today, but it's so funny that we are, you know, we. We are so impatient. Uh, I mean, maybe not impatient is the word, but we're, I guess we're maybe we're, we're so efficient anymore with what we what we expect our technology to bring to the table that when it takes an extra couple seconds, that you actually saw fallout from that is what you were saying, correct? Yeah. The other the other issue happening too is what that does in a mobile <clears throat> environment. Like, remember this right. so huge of a percentage of people are doing this on mobile devices, and if you put something in front of them that's twenty thumb actions. They're just not going to do it. Uh, and so, you know, we wanted to maximize that environment as well. And, you know, when we can see 60 to 70 of our, 70% of our leads coming in off of mobile, 
it tells us we're doing something right. Yeah, I think that's really truly where the opportunity lies because you you know it does look different on mobile, and that's really where you're getting the you're, where you're getting the connection or well, the that, hits. That's well, that's that's the point too. I think I don't know how how prevalent it is for you. I know I, know I see you on your phone all the time, but like I don't even that, that's a very that's a really good point. Maybe somebody else can address that in in what they do as well and how it's applicable because I don't go on a my I mean I have a desktop here for work, but I don't go on my computer at my house ever. I got a couple laptops there. I literally don't because my phone anymore, you know, the phones they make, they're big enough, you know what I mean, where you can you can get some entertainment value from it if you wanted to, um, but you can do everything from it. But you're right about that. Like if it, something becomes like if it's 12, what you said, 12 thumb thumb clicks or thumb swipes away from doing something, it does become laborious and, and like, you know, like yeah. you, you, start to, you start to zone out and try to find an alternative so absolutely absolutely so let's go to robin robin smith uh ceo and co-founder of we go look robin tell us what's going on with we go look what does it do for dealers and why do we need it hey guys well thank you for the opportunity to share a story with you um well we go look we started back in 2009 really with the individual consumer in mind um my previous company i had set up business development centers for dealers and we would always get calls coming in for people wanting additional information on the vehicle. And when I had a friend want to verify an item on eBay, could not find a service that would dispatch someone on their behalf. So I created a network of what we call lookers and they're on-demand crowdsourced uh, community that we can dispatch to any vehicle dealer um, in the United States, Canada, Australia, in the UK. And we capture on-site data about the asset. So photos, we feature a live video feed um, where we can help facilitate experiences, measurements, um, answering custom questions, picking up license plates, uh, keys. We even execute finance documents. So really started with this consumer marketplace in mind, but started receiving a lot of requests from dealers, from uh, banks, fleet companies where we could really go out and perform condition reports, lot audits, uh, that sort of thing. So we built this mobile technology platform that really allows that uh, scale and features a lot of that technology to customize any type of schema that's driven by the technology in our mobile app. So not only do we dispatch people with the right kind of skill set, say you need someone who speaks Spanish and is also a mobile notary, or you need someone who's a licensed diesel mechanic, our platform will dispatch the correct person to perform that data capture. And so the way that we help dealers um, is in the OEM in general, we can actually pick up and deliver vehicles, perform uh, field logistics, condition reports. We can help catalog items and push them to whatever type of aggregator that you need us to. Um, but we also help on the used car side um, a lot. So we have a lot of people that want us to verify those those assets um, but we do a lot of dealer lot audits um, we pick up we go to the DMV we perform lane release research there's all kinds of things we can do it's not just mobile inspections okay so now I heard plenty of uses in there for a dealer business, <laughs> business to business use um, what about the retail consumer yeah. is this something that we're, we're gearing towards the consumers so that someone can go out and scout a car out at a particular lot in another area to see if it's you know uh, worthy of purchasing absolutely we can do that we can also do that dealer to dealer so if someone wants us to go actually to an auction and verify it on their behalf but I think where a big opportunity lies is in the finance department. If you have an out-of-state um, or even out-of-your-service-area uh, customer, 
you can send them the application, but you may need us to go notarize or, or pick up documents, even help deliver the vehicle, um, and then perform the live video walk around where we facilitate um, that experience with an expert, a vehicle expert on the other end. Um, there's all these different use cases where you can help make that experience for the customer from the dealer uh, much more friendly and fast. And, and really, it's on their schedule. We don't, you know, it's, it's when they want us to come out. We can come to their home, place of business. We can meet them at Starbucks. So if that needs, um, you know, something, any kind of logistics performed in another area, we're able to do that very quickly um, with one of our lookers that are nearby. We have over 30,000 in our network. Wow. So Starbucks, that's right up your alley there. <laughs> yeah, it's right up my alley yeah. at Starbucks. But <laughs> hey, let's go back to this uh, real quick, real quick, Robin. Uh, when you talked about the dealer to dealer and, you know, auction, I know I know that if, if I'm a dealer, especially a used car manager, I'm thinking, hey, does this mean that I can, you know, view a, a car in another city at another big auction and then you're going to go out sort of like a third party and give me the real lowdown and inspect the car, make sure that, you know, you're looking to check, you know, that it, it, it measures up instead of me just looking at a rating <clears throat> online of the car. I'm going to get right. a, tr- a, true, a true person that can give me feedback. Is, is, is that service available? That is, that is absolutely available. We were uh, recently 85% of the company acquired by Crawford & Company, which is the world's largest third-party administrator of claims. And they have over 5,000 CAD adjusters and also independent auto appraisers in the network, which we're adding now. So we can actually perform a true damage estimate um, in person by someone like you're, like you're talking about. Right now, our lookers can go out. We can verify smoke or, you know, pet odor, uh, verify the owner's manuals there, any, answer any custom questions that that dealer may want. Um, and then also, of course, look for current damage. And all of our data that we capture, whether it's photos, uh, video. We're, it's all time and date stamped. It's, it's geolocated. So if there's any kind of dispute, uh, we're able to verify that. And we can actually put the app in the hands of a dealer um, into a customer's hands, into a seller's hands, into a worker's hands, and all the data flows in the same uh, way and in the same manner back to our platform. So we really can capture even um, assets that are in transit. So you start talking about the larger fleet vehicles, um, or box trucks or, or trailers, and they're coming in and out of yards, we can send a link to the uh, yard manager or a worker, and they can perform the data capture. We, we QA it. So there's not really anything that we haven't done or been able to, um, you know, really accomplish with yeah. our technology yeah. and our people. Yeah, I see some great opportunities there, Robin. Thank I want to know so if, somebody, if, I, if somebody had an English bulldog rolling around in the car I'm prospectively looking at, you know what I mean? So that's... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> stinking it and up. If he's still in there, <laughs> and if he's still in there, exactly. <laughs> See, it's smart. Um, let's go, to Larry West, Mister Larry. How are you, sir? Hello. Hey, I had a question for you. Thanks for having us on. Oh, yes, we're happy you. to have you, man. Um, at the end of the day, I've seen. It seems like a lot of car people. We'll say car people in general. Um, kind of del- delving into the vendor role or, or splitting roles and so forth. Because you are you are still actively a GM, and you also are. Is, what's your position with Drop and Auto? What do you do for them? I'm, I'm an advisor. So it's part of a pilot program. And, okay. and I, I am a beneficiary of this this amazing, fast, and easy technology. Okay, and what does is, what is Drop and Auto offer? Maybe you could talk a little bit about that. Yeah, that, that's the fun part. Drop and Auto actually connects the online co- customers to the dealer via live stream. And, and I love what Joe said about uh, mobile and who wants to fill out a form. 
uh, we, we as dealers try to drive people to forums, which drives them crazy. And Robin hit it right on the head when she said fast and easy. What drop-in does is exactly that. It recognizes that nobody wants to fill out a form, and it needs to be fast and easy. Uh, drop-in video is simple. It's really easy to use. And the best part is the customer can anonymously preview the car before they step on the lot. There's no login required, and it comes right off the VDP page where the customer is connected to the salesperson. And what it's given us is our highest conversions of all lead sources, and it really creates a sense of engagement that has been absent in traditional Internet leads and somewhat available in phones, but nothing like that near face-to-face -face engagement of the video. Yeah, you know, I think uh, I think you just perked up some ears of dealers when you said that it's your highest conversion rate to date. And I'm guessing as a pilot program and an advisor of what's going to move forward uh, for the company Drop-In Auto, um, I'm guessing that that is huge. I mean, you're obviously you're a big Honda dealer. Um, you're out in California. Is that right, Larry? We're in Van Nuys, California, and we are a big Honda dealer and, and growing rapidly. And and, and, I, and I think all dealers want the same thing that I did. I wanted to change the way we did business because one of the challenges that we have in the automobile industry is we run a process that is generally a few years behind consumer buying behavior. And Agreed. this allows us to reconnect. You know, I've got enough gray hair that I can say uh, w when we started before gray hair, we actually had to go out and shake hands with customers. And there was something amazing about that experience. And for the last 10 years or more, we've driven customers crazy by asking them to fill out forms and submit leads and, and follow up. And the, the long and short of it is, when you watch these videos and see the engagement that the client has, they're almost shocked that they see the car and that the salesperson's taking them right to the car. Our cycle times are down 7 to 10 days over a traditional Internet lead. And the best part is our margins are through the roof. Oh, that's amazing. That is amazing. Well, you know, I think that we could uh, we could wrap a whole show around that just because of uh, uh, what I'm taking from it already. But um, I'm, well, let's do this. Let's go to um, Chris Leslie, uh, marketing director of Fairway Chevrolet. And uh, Chris, I believe, is on Skype, so we should have him on the screen here in just a moment. Chris, welcome to the show. Thank you for being on. Thanks. What's happening, guys? Hey, yeah. Hey, Chris, why don't you comment on a couple of things that we've heard so far and then tell us, you know, what you believe, technically speaking, um, is maybe the next thing that's going to help us as dealers when it comes to the latest and greatest. Sure. So, you know, although I think video is, is a real interesting idea, um, I think adoption up to this point is still it's still I don't think we're using it the right way, I guess, is, is what I'm trying to say. So I'm not I'm not convinced totally that a consumer wants this one-to-one -one salesperson kind of experience, and I'm not sure that you know with how uh, auto dealerships struggle with turnover, you know, uh, learning curves and things like that, like how well they'll be able to adopt certain things like say drop-in, right? I don't know much about it, so I can't really talk a whole lot about it. But it, I mean, it sounds interesting, but it seems like it's it's going to be really hard to implement. Um, one of the things that I think is is interesting and, and starting to come out a little bit more are uh, chatbots and basically how consumers are using voice search. So with companies like Apple, Google, and um, oh, 
Amazon kind of going all in on, on their, their little ladies in a tube, as I like to call them. Um, it seems like industry, as far as uh, from a technology standpoint, is going more towards voice search. And so things that are kind of mixing in voice search along with certain things like, say, chatbots, that's kind of what interests me right now. I hope that answered your question. <laughs> well, I was going to say, uh, good. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, um, <laughs> I, I really understood some of what you were share, sharing. And I think, you know, we, we've introduced video into the car business, obviously. That's been going on for a while. Um, you keyed on the, in on the fact that you don't think we're really necessarily using it the right way. I would say that Larry, uh, and, and we'll go back to Larry for just a moment, I'd say that definitely there's something here that Larry has in that we're using it the right way. And I would also say that uh, maybe we're headed to a place where, you know, the customer experience, like like Larry said, you know, the before it was the shake the hands and there's something magical about, you know, it was an in-person event. And now, as we know, all the traffic is coming from online and it takes that sort of personal connection out. And we've tried to figure this out as dealers for, for years now. And um, maybe it's that the customer wants a little of both maybe they need that interactive i know that that's big and a lot of businesses right now are moving towards um, business models where there's interactive uh use with a customer and i think that's where larry's at comment on that larry absolutely and, and before i do that i'd like to comment on what chris said he's right you know training and implementation is a challenge industry-wide and the nice thing that we've noticed about the video is that even when the sales staff doesn't have their perfect grammar, you know, they don't have the, the great word tracks, because the customer is seeing the car and seeing the salesperson, all of that's thrown out the window, and our guys are, are delivering the same type of message that they would face-to-face. And what we're hearing from the customers when they come in is that they had multiple other windows open, they were ready to continue their buying process or searching process, and they just stopped. This this video doesn't replace all the other lead source generations. What I'm noticing in, in real data is that it is selling more cars for higher grosses to the people who look at that button and say, I'm in. I'm going to try that. I'm sitting in my living room. I'm sitting on the beach. I'm, I'm doing my own thing. I'm stuck. I'm stuck wherever. And when they hit that button, see us, see the car, it, it is magical because we have almost – time travel back to eyeball to eyeball communication and the the user experience is easy the sales staff uh, finds it extremely easy to use and it probably even easier than training them how to be an effective internet manager mm. All so right. it's one button on the website you know in, ter in terms of user experience they click one button it comes right to the sales staff and you, you ask anybody that's selling for me They'd rather have control of that video button than the uh, thousand internet leads that I'm, I'm running through the store. Yeah, and I'm going to bring out just one quick point, Tommy. I'll let mm -hmm. you uh, ask the next question. But and it's probably an obvious thing, but it, I think that we owe it to ourselves to bring it up. Um, as Larry was was talking about, um, another thing that it does, I'm quite certain, is that cut, that consumer that's sitting, you know, uh, with their phone or in front of their computer um, now has a real image not just an image but a real person in real time and that we're looking at or interacting <clears throat> with and now the fear it takes away that fear of not knowing what 
you are going to walk into at the dealership. In other words, you already know there's already actually rapport from the online experience. So I uh, just want to point that out, but go ahead, Tommy. We'll bring uh, Curtis into the mix. Curtis, how are you, sir? Doing well. Awesome, Thanks man. Thanks for having me on, guys. Ple- our pleasure. Let me ask you, because some of the, some of the themes I've heard, and maybe you can attest to this or, or give us your opinion, um, you know, some of the themes I'm hearing is like, you know, seconds matter. You know, and I think we, a lot of it talk about customer experience, but in relation to that, like, some, you know, literally we're talking about seconds matter and some of their some of the people's experiences on websites and so forth. Let me ask you just as, uh, you know, Joe Schmo, if if I'm only doing something once every maybe two or three years, maybe even once every three or four or five years, um, do I really need to have is it really important for me to get through that process so quickly? Is it really necessary for me to, cause like when I'm looking for a car, say, I know kind of what I want. I'm looking for a full size SUV. I'm looking for a third row. I'm looking for leather. I'm looking for sunroof. I'm looking for you know, the navigation. I'm looking for the TV, you know, so I'm looking for something specific. So if it takes me sometimes a few minutes to maybe search through that and so forth, so be it. Cause I kind of already know what I want and I'm not going to do this very often. So if I have to do it, if it's a little laborious, it's not that big a deal because it's not something I'm doing every single day of my life. So can you attest to that for a second and say, hey, you know, is are we going overboard with uh, simplifying everything, making everything light speed, technically speaking? Well, let me, let me say this. Well, first of all, let me say this. I got to get you guys a new picture. But anyways, um, the, uh, <laughs> the... It's not that bad. Uh, for, for, for the group, just to understand, I've, I've got over 12 years equity binding history. I wrote the first sales retention program in this country for DME Automotive, now AutoPoint, still in use today. And I've mul- uh, written multiple, the, the most recent uh, company, which was acquired by another company, uh, Equity Mining Platform. So why I tell you that is because my history with the consumer portal, which is a private portal, goes back well over 10 years. And here's what I can tell you. You guys that are working on what I call the generic side of the business, which is you don't know who's coming to your website. You don't. I mean, this is all new, right? So they say 70% of the people are looking looking for uh, refer. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, dealership reviews before they come to the dealership. Well, when you start looking at the data and you start looking at your own customers, that's not the case. Your customers don't need to go look at reviews, even though in our new platform we've incorporated those reviews. They don't need to go look at reviews on a dealership they're already doing business with. So I would say well, you're right. The the consumer that you've done business with in the past, whether it be in sales and service, they skip a few steps in the process. And I think, honestly, Larry's technology is genius. In fact, I can't wait to talk to Larry about the integration with our consumer portal and his video platform because we have a salesman page in the consumer portal for the consumer and it would have a beautiful nice nesting place for a button that says to go live in fact that was part of my long-term plan but he's saving me a lot of time um integration is the future i also like chris's ideas about bots it's so funny you talk about bots and so many people who look around the industry ask them about bots and they don't know anything you're talking about but he's right we're coming to an age where more has to be done i have to be able to go to a website and, and do it via via voice text and say, show me a picture of a 2017 Dodge Durango, and the bot has to respond to me because it's two in the morning and I'm you know I'm I'm working uh, in Vegas and I'm getting off of work and I'm asking the question when no internet managers around, so the bot has to respond and say, well, which 
which Durango did you want? Did you want this, this, or this one? Oh, I'll take that one. And then all of a sudden, now you get the photo. So, you know, I'm going to pause there to let you jump in because I know you, you, you want to direct this the right way. But um, everybody on this call, including Robin's technology, wow, um, everybody has got some serious business going on. Yeah, I think there's some uh, <laughs> there's some great things coming out on today's show. So I know we're going to get a lot of uh, contacts from dealers. And uh, those of you who are on the show, we're going to let you all give your contact information at the end of the show so that dealers can reach you because I'm sure there's lots of questions. Um, and obviously, we're, we're, uh, we're limited on time today. So let's go back to Joe Dallas. I want to talk a little bit more about trade pending. You know, um, you kind of gave us some teasers about the fact that um, – you know, uh, the second leading reason that someone's showing up on your site is to get that trade-in information, and it may be a little bit more tedious process than it needs to be, or it may not be as <clears throat> mobile-friendly. Why don't you give us some examples of what would be maybe different about trade pending? Yeah, so I think, you know, core is we want to, you know, again, kind of beating this drum, like we just, we want to give consumers what they came there to get very quickly. <coughs> We want to do it as a, as a part of the shopping process. So, you know, our, our whole platform is built on this kind of modal display. So when a consumer searches for their vehicle, they enter some really basic information, and then they're shown a report that is, you know, importantly market data-based, which is how, uh, how dealers are pricing and sourcing inventory today anyway. So, you know, we're showing them comparable data very quickly, and, and then we're doing this, and from, from a marketing perspective, would be very important for me if I was a dealer. We're doing this and not taking them off the page that they're on. You know, once you've landed a, a customer on a vehicle in your inventory, the last thing you want to do is send them to a dead-end land, landing page, right, or to a different browser window, even worse. So, you know, what makes us different is, you know, one, this really quick conversion. You know, two, we, we typically see a two to 300% increase in trade leads over any of our competitors and then what the consumer gets is a really good experience that you know one we're not hammering them with all these check boxes and asking about condition because frankly they'll lie about it anyway i do whenever i fill these things out um and so what it does is give the the dealer an opportunity to have a little bit more open-ended um conversation with the customer that's more centered around you know hey Mr. Consumer, tell me more about your vehicle. What do I need to know about it before you, you bring it in? Tell me about your driving habits. Instead of debating about the difference between good and really good condition um, or, you know, what checkbox they hit on page four midway down the page and how that affected their value. Gotcha. Yeah, I appreciate that, uh, Joe. And we're going to go back to Larry because we have some questions coming over um, – on Facebook and Twitter, and we haven't really addressed those yet. But one of the uh, questions on Facebook is for Larry West. And um, Larry, you know, and I think uh, this is a great question, but I believe it was Steve Stawning that, that posed it. But, um, you know, when you're doing a, a video presentation with a customer using your live video, um, he asked about the process. I mean, you know, just like in person, obviously, um, you know, we can – uh, he referenced the word vomit all over a customer. Uh, I guess he means, you know, salesperson talking way over. He said live video like, like that, phone so. calls still requires process or rep 
Yep. Or rep just vomits info over the prospect and they stay home, right? That's what he said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, so what, what are you doing there in order to create an amazing process once you're on that live video? That's a great question. And, and, and I think one of the things I want to say before I answer that is that everybody on this call <clears throat> is talking about the same thing, which is the E factor, the engagement factor. And, you know, Joe talked about how, how to make that trade process better. Other people have done it. He's just trying to make that engagement factor better. And Robin, the same thing. Curtis talked about uh, AutoPoint and, and getting customers reengaged in this history of marketing to the database. So everybody's marching down that same quarter. Well, guess what? We've got no problem generating a thousand internet leads and having a 90% failure rate. And, and we don't worry about our vomit ratio there. We have the phones ringing off the wall in our store and we record them. And guess what we do? Good ones get a bad boy and bad ones get training. The video not only creates a better interface for the uh, customer, but it also creates a great coaching tool because that live stream video comes into the CRM the same way a lead does, and we get instantaneous coaching. And for all of you that have trained finance managers, which is the most prevalent form of video coaching, you know what it's like when you hear your voice, you see you make the pitch uh, that first time on video. It's not quite as good as you think it should be. So we have seen huge uptick in our behavioral analytics with our sales staff just by having them watch their video. Yeah, I think that's huge. And uh, so that answers a question, Steve. Yes, there is a process in place there, and they're monitoring that video just as if they're you know, monitoring a, a playing back a phone call or, or whatnot. Um, we do the same thing here at, at IPD with the, the sales team here. Um, they're all recorded, both audio and video, and, you know, they can get a real sense of how they're doing. And, you know, you can really begin to realize uh, how bad you suck sometimes. Well, you can realize and how bad you suck, but it gives you a great opportunity to make some little adjustments to really become that's, much better. So, right. So um, you suck less next time. Yeah. So you that's suck the, less next the, time. So point. let's go back to Robin because, you know, Robin, I wanted to bring up the fact that, you know, um, I just think that it's a super cool service that you have. And it obviously bridges a lot of uh, gaps with we go look and it almost seems endless, the possibilities. But um one one question that I had that I'm sure that dealers are probably wondering is, you know, is this kind of like the Uber type service where you can just pull it up and you can use it at any time, just use it once? Do you have to subscribe? And what does that typically look like? Sure. And, and it's funny because people do refer to us as the, the Uber of inspection um, and tasking. But, uh, yes, yeah, so we have enterprise client portals that are all custom built, and we create the um, – type of schemas or services that that are authorized but also one-time use is you know we're also built for um, an individual or or one-time buy um, so it's, it's pretty simple to set up a custom dashboard we have several dealers um, and OEMs that we work with we do a lot of like trade-in inspections also we were talking about you know a little bit earlier um, you know that was like the number two request coming in like, what is my trade worth we can actually go out on behalf of a dealer um, to a, a potential customer and perform that at their location instead of having them come in. And it's just one more customer touch, right? Um, and if you don't mind, I'm going to go back to just, I think it's a great conversation and something that to really point out as we all talk about the future of technology and, and what's going to be coming to the automotive industry. And it's that blend because there are those customers that do want it second faster. And there are those customers that do want the handshake. And in, in, 
you have to, that's one thing that we have found over the last seven years and, and really created a very custom process to be able to kind of plug and play different pieces in of our process, um, the technology or our people, because some customers uh, don't want to talk to somebody and other customers do. And I think that um, everyone's on the right track there as well. You have to, you know, take care of your, your customer at all times. Um, but I think it's important to, to really uh, focus on the future. If you look at FinTech or even InsureTech and make sure that the automotive dealers don't go down that same path because you have, you know, Carvana, you have all these online options. So you have to make yourself relevant and stand out. And I think that even if some people don't utilize, you know, the live video feed or another cool feature, it's all about perception and setting yourself apart as a dealer. So I commend Larry for, you know, working to, to have make that happen um, because I, I think that, if you know any consumer is going to look at um, you know who's doing the latest and greatest, um, cool. but anyway, so I, I just wanted to say I I appreciate everyone's comments today. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. Let's go. Um, let's go back to Chris real quick, and we're gonna have to start kind of making our, our wrap up. So, uh, Chris, one of the things I wanted to hear from you, kind of with your you know so as you're gathering some of your final thoughts, is what does it look like? You know, what is what is I guess what does it look like? What's next? Um, for you as like as as a marketing director for a dealership now are you are you is it a single point uh, Chevy store you you uh, you you take care of the marketing for? No, we actually have four stores out here in Las Vegas. Okay, so you so, two of the main Chevy stores, a couple of you with GMC, uh, and then a smaller store outside of the city. Okay, so you got a big influence and so forth, and obviously you got some different brands and so forth to work with. But what is the what is I mean, yeah. what do you see when it comes to marketing? And maybe you can add your thoughts a little bit on on getting back to maybe some of the good old traditional stuff too, and how you mix that and blend that with sure. the with the new. You know, I think as an industry as an industry as a whole, you know, one of the things that we suffer from is the ability just to, to communicate effectively with our customers. You know, kind of just back to the basics. Um, and the problem with that is because we create so many different processes and, mm. and put in so many different like little things that that if one person leaves, all of a sudden everything just breaks apart, right? This is what I've seen over and over and over again. Um, and so going into 2017, one of my goals was to bring in more automation, create, you know, certain things that are just going to be kind of tried and true and just let them go without the need of having to bring on people. So any place that I can pull people out of, I guess, uh, having like a human touch, I try to, um, because in that way I can get them focused on different things uh, whether it be like, you know, possibly looking at, at uh, drop-in auto or, or something like that in the future. But being able to, you know, automate as much as I can, because I am only one person too, um, automate as much as I can and look at, at what people are doing from a con- as a consumer standpoint. So what are the, the big guys kind of, uh, what are they focusing on? When I say big guys, I mean, technology companies as a whole, because basically with whatever they come out with, it, we're going to have to adapt to it as a business um, and just staying on the forefront of those kind of things. And what's now, what's your opinion on like some, I mean, I guess maybe you can give you some example of some things maybe you're working with moving forward or there's a, what, what are you, why don't we just talk about this? What are you dropping? What's, what's, what's not had the promise, whether <laughs> traditional, whether traditional or whether, um, whether on the on the technology side of things, what is uh, what do you not see the promise in for you guys moving forward? Not seeing the promise in? 
Yeah. What do you? What I mean? What? What is uh, like? Maybe had? Maybe was? Maybe was attractive up front, and then the application. Because a lot of things, I think, you know, they're very sexy on paper, and then the application and the implementation sure. of them that totally is different. You know. Uh, for me, anyways, I can't speak for everybody, but for me, anyways, um, certain things like you know, drop uh, website dropping, giveaway kind of things, any, any sort of like non-natural, I guess, lead form or kind of like lead generator is something that we're we're getting away from um, because they look really good on paper, but you know, in practice, nobody ever uses them that, that we found, anyways. Uh, and even trying to drive traffic to certain things like that just becomes really, really difficult. Um, we're not focusing so much more on things like Facebook contests or, or things like that. Um, instead, we're kind of spending a little bit more money in, in advertising in the, in the social spaces. So we're kind of, you know, doing a little bit more of pay to play in that regard. But I think the end result is going to be a lot better. Very good. Cool. Um, Joe, why don't you, um, why don't you start to wrap up? everything kind of give us your final thoughts on uh the subject how people can get a hold of you um you kind of like find a little elevator pitch if you if you want to if you want to do it as well i think that's what i just did earlier but uh hey give another one <laughs> that was on the way yeah, up yeah. and now we're on the uh, way down you know what i mean that was the way up and oh, the, I got it. okay I so got this is the way down yeah well no i i really appreciate the time today i, I think that you know innovation is such an exciting thing in our industry and, and there's going to be you know, we're, we're all still learning, right? And uh, and as long as we're looking out, you know, for us being in a B2B environment that's assisting a B2C environment, it's all about making that good for our customers and them being able to make it good for their customers. And uh, and so we're going to continue to kind of skate to the puck on that. So um, would would love to talk to anybody that's interested. Just shoot me a Facebook message or uh, you can find me at uh, joe at tradepending.com. And uh, be happy to chat with you. You know, actually, somebody had a question about the snap. Do you remember what that question was? Do you have that question? Uh, this it was the uh, uh, Joe. Somebody had a question on Twitter about it. Kim, you, you know what I'm talking about? And did it go away? We'll come right back to it when we find it, Joe. If we can, uh, let's go to Robin for yeah, closing sorry. closing comments and uh, and your contact information as well, Robin. Great, thanks. Well, thanks again to everyone. It's a great conversation, and just to kind of put everything into context. I think utilizing technology, um, and especially for we go look as we combine that with our human network um, of, of skill sets, it really helps drive new processes within whether it's the dealer or the OEM um, or any of the industries that we serve. Just to kind of remind everyone, there are a lot of ways to integrate. Um, so if you are looking for, you know, like a great chat bot or, you know, like Larry's looking for video, there are multiple platforms to research and be able to utilize into your own processes. Um, we are obviously always happy to work with anyone on customizing any sort of solution. So there are many, many things that we do. We can capture data points on any kind of asset or, or perform low complex tasking, um, but we like to just customize that. And anyone can reach me at uh, Robin, it's R-O-B-I-N at wegolook.com. Um, pretty simple, All right. but thank you. Robin, thank you. Great, uh, great to hear about some of the things that you're doing, and I know that you'll be getting some uh, contacts. Let's go to. Oh, Larry. Great. Can we ask that question real quick? Uh, go ahead. Let's go back okay. to Joe for the question. Sorry, Joe. The, the Joe. The question was from Twitter. It was that Logan Kirsted said, "What is the average completion rate on the Snap form?" So that's at Logan. Oh, 
All right, thanks for the question, Logan. Um, yeah, so our FCR uh, typically falls somewhere between 20 and 24%, depending on the website platform. Uh, so, you know, one of the reasons we've been recognized by AWA and a couple of other organizations is because our form completion rates are, you know, the highest in the industry. So we, uh, we do like to boast that um, as, you know, just easy engagement for the consumers. They're getting there and, and, and they're, they're going through that process. Great. I think that's a great stat, and that was. Uh, I'm glad that that uh, question wasn't overlooked. Thank you, Joe. Let's go to Larry West. And Larry, we had a couple of uh, people asking the same thing, which was, are you using other mediums to push out your live video opportunities, or it's, or is it strictly just uh, the the uh, website visitors? What we're using the drop-in video for is the solicit off the VDP page. It's a one-button, easy, fast conversion. We're also using it in our service department as well as in our outbound email traffic so that the customer who chooses can have that ability to see the car, see the salesperson, and engage in a platform that works for them. Awesome. Amazing. And um, can you give us your contact information? I know that there'll be other dealers, um, I'm sure, that want to learn more about it with your uh, the great results you're having. Well, they, they can contact us at dropinauto.com, or they can call me directly, Larry West, at 702-465-0770, and I'll tell them my story, which is pretty simple. Uh, I came to this because I was looking for a better way to engage. And to me, all of this is about conversions. It's not about more leads or more phone calls. It's what works. If it does, great. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And this literally sells more cars for significantly more margins. And when you talk to the people when they come in the showroom, they all say the same thing. We were going to look someplace else. Mm -hmm. You were one of many tabs that we had opened, and it cuts the cycle time. And I think Chris said the amazing thing. You know, it's, it's the consumption of time that we have of our people that drives us crazy and costs us a fortune what we've noticed is by cutting these cycle times and giving people a different platform all of these internet leads that are low conversion are going away the click for price button's gone on my website and my lead counts up not down my conversions are up not down across the board and when you talk to the internal uh users the the internet sales people that are using it they love it because they are getting 48-hour turnaround on average between the end of the video call and the consumer showing up, and they show up knowing the salesperson, knowing the car, and it's really a simple process. Wow. Love it. Love it. Love it, Larry. Thank you so much. And uh, and we're going to go to Curtis for closing comments. Yeah, I thought you guys forgot about me. You skipped me that last round. We had 46 sorry people on the show today, Curtis. We're sorry. What's that? I said we have 46 people on the no show worries. today. We're sorry. <laughs> no worries. Uh, listen, I, I want—I didn't really earlier. I didn't get a chance to just to share what I do. I think you know some of the people probably wonder. I, I built an equity binding platform, which includes a, a dealer portal that has using uh, live alerts is connected to the consumer shopping experience. So everything they're doing while they're shopping is being recorded and triggered live to the dealer portal. So when the consumer shops at home, they're seeing the, the live triggers inside the dealership. So that, you know, salespeople do a few things well. One thing they do is they'll stare at a screen, and if something moves, they'll watch it. And so we know that. We made a simplistic application at Stream. This time around, um, 
I encourage, in fact, I'd love to talk to Chris Leslie because he mentioned, you know, he wants to be one of many um, that do automation. Well, if you want to look at automation, um, this platform includes automated emails, automated text, automated mail, um, and legal mail that's in an envelope, not a self-mailer with payments. Um, <laughs> we do include all, all the drive-out fees in our application. So when a consumer gets a price at home, it rolls their negative equity into the application of the, the price that we quoted them. So when they come to the dealership, they close at about 85%. If you need some dealers to call on that, as far as the closing percentage, I have that as well. Um, to reach me, it is curtis.degroat, so that's C-U-R-T-I-S dot degroat, D-E-G-R-O-O-T-E, at streamcompanies.com. curtis.degroat at streamcompanies.com. Or if you want to call me, I'll give you my cell phone, 319 504 2002 319-504-2002. Awesome. Awesome. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Curtis. And who we got uh, left? Is Chris, is Chris the last one? Who, I, think, I, think, I think we I covered everybody. Cr- did Chris get to say goodbye? Did Chris get closing comments? Oh, that's okay. I don't really have anything important to say. Dude, we'll say goodbye. <laughs> Wave. You're the only one. You're the only one that did video today. You know what I mean? So you get. You should at least get your mug on the video and you'd say bye. Do one of these technology awards right here. There you go. <laughs> so hey, if somebody wants to reach out to you, if that, they, I mean, if for whatever reason, what, how can they get you? Yeah, best way would be Twitter, um, and on Twitter, I'm at Chris K Leslie. Awesome. Thank you for being on the show today, Chris. And I want to thank, thank all you. all of you for being on the show today because I think this is an amazing um, opportunity for dealers because we heard about some new, innovative, technically speaking, things that are uh, that are on the cusp of doing some great things and uh, are smart. Yes, some really cool stuff. So thank you all for thank being you, on the ladies and gentlemen. The show. Thanks, everyone. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yes. Thank you. Thank Have you. a great day. Thank you. You too. So what do you think, Tommy? That's another one of the books, bro. I don't know, man. There's just so much. There's so much out there. I just I don't even know. I mean, some of the stuff is above my pay grade because I'm not. You know, I'm not steeped at a dealership i know something makes more sense to you because you've been in that side of things but um i mean i get you get efficiency you know what i mean you get more you know more bang for your buck you know making better grosses more you know i think um what larry was talking about it was definitely interesting i mean you talk about the i mean it's hard to argue with numbers you talk about the conversion being you know from seven to ten days to being like two days and you know 85 percent uh, of the people that walk in are buying you know or whatever that whatever that last stat he spit out was it's hard to ignore stuff like that. And obviously technology is here for us. It's not going away. And I know the car business traditionally is like a step behind. And that's what I wonder. Maybe you can touch on this before we go. Is that are we, does the car business almost overcompensate because they know that they've been behind and now they're like, now they're like, you know, now they've got the virtual reality goggles on and, you know, I mean, they're trying to do, you know, they're trying to get holographic, you know, salespeople in the dealership. I mean, are we taking, is there two, is it is it going too far because they they're it's almost like a knee jerk reaction to being behind? Uh, well, you know, I don't know. I think that uh, I think that job one uh, when it comes to uh, selling and auto dealerships, I think job one is getting the consumer's attention so that you have a shot, so that you have an opportunity. And I think that there are so many ways now that we're looking at. Uh, like you said, like you know, putting up the hologram, whatever the case may be, the next. Gadget. I, I made up the hologram part. I don't think we have any. I don't think there's holographic salespeople yet. Yeah, right, but I think uh, you know, I think the true leaders, uh, those dealers like Larry, and uh, I can think of a lot of 
amazing car guys and car gals out there that, um, you know, they're not, uh, they're not distracted by every little thing that pops up, but, um, right. you know, I think that they know when they see some amazing things. I like for me sitting here, you know, there were a couple of things that stood out to me today and it's quite frankly, it's been a while on the show since I've seen several things that I thought, Hey, bam, I would want to know more about this right now. And uh, that's one of the things I saw today with uh, Drop-In Auto. It's another thing I saw um, with a couple of the uh, sources available with Robin with We Go Look. I think there's uh, immense opportunity there. And, um, I mean, I could have a compelling argument for just about every everyone that was on the show today. But um, So, yeah, I think this was a great show for dealers to be tuning into. And we've got some upcoming shows that are amazing as well. Next week, we're talking uh, training day, right? Training day. Y'all going to learn, training right? You, what? Oh, you're going to learn. You going to learn? Huh? Oh, no, it's training. That's right. Training you, didn't see the, you didn't see the picture? Oh, the no, graphic for it? The oh, the graphic, sorry. graphic for it is pretty amusing. We'll training wheels. Yeah, we got the battle of the trainers, I guess you would call it. I don't know what you'll call it, but uh, bottom line is we're going to have a show where we have uh, some of the leading trainers in the industry, so make sure you're tuning in for that. And... Uh, you yeah, know, April a, April 11th through the 13th is Digital Dealer here in Tampa, Florida. Huh? Digital Dealer. If you're into digital. I'm glad we saved this to the end. What's going on, Michael Cherub? Yo. Holy <laughs> crap. Jeez, turn it down, bro. Hello? Turn it down. You should know how to do that. Hey, hold on. Hey, hold on. Hey, hold on real quick. Let me give the, let me give the thing. So if you're going to go to Digital Dealer, don't forget our Dealer22 coupon code. Yes. It's DD22ADLIVE. So DD22ADLIVE. Yeah, and by the way, we'll be doing we'll be doing uh, we'll be doing three live shows uh, from the floor Digital Dealer as well How as many? we'll be doing three live shows. We'll <sighs> also yes, three, three, three. I'll be doing 1.3 of them. And I don't want to get crazy. <laughs> Our host, who is noticeably absent, David Villa, uh, CEO of IPD, will also be doing a workshop as well as moderating a keynote. So you don't want to miss it. Hey, here's the thing. When you come to Digital Dealer, when you come to Digital Dealer, wow. When you come to Digital Dealer, make sure that you stop by and meet us all at Auto Dealer Live. We're going to be giving away some things. But most of all, we want to connect with you. Um, We love car people. Obviously, we're car people. So... Uh, take advantage of that and uh, come by and uh, just yeah. go, hey, yo, yo. Crib, no one knows. Cribs is like seven foot tall. Everybody thinks he's short. It's so, uh, You mean a person? Sitting, it's like, oh, Lord. I am sitting Indian style. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Okay, so uh, we have our old producer in the house. We love him. He still hangs out here. We don't know why he comes by, but he's here. And he brought Starbucks today, so thank you. I thank you for it. I just gave you pri- – Ah, oh, what a sweet guy. Mike Cherub is here. That Mike, Mike, how you been, buddy? I'm actually giving it away. I'm trying to watch the old LBs, so I'm gonna give that. I'm gonna give that frap to. Maybe, maybe lose some weight in the, you know, the head area. Your head's getting a little inflated. I'm growing my hair back out again. Don't do that. I'm doing That's it. Bad. My wife said so. The she producers loves are it. saying you should close. She loves it. Right, she loves it. it. What? Yeah, we gotta wrap it up. We gotta she wrap does. It up. She loves my hair curly. So after training days, we have dealership or training wheels. We have dealership squares, and then we have pull the plug. Some great upcoming shows you won't want to. I challenge our producers up. to do the dealership squares to actually get them in this thing here and get a squares going on, so we can see them. I dare you. I dare you to get that going. That's it. That's yeah, it. that's it. That's it. Make it happen. Yep. Light work. All right. 
So we're done. So we're done. I got five bucks says they messed it up. <laughs> I'll take you on that five dollars. I don't know how betting works, to be honest with you. You're the one who trained me, you jabroni. I'll take those odds. I don't know how to do that mean that works. Kim, good job today. Yes, as uh uh Lou, good job. Uh Crib's friend who I who I never met. Good job. You've been, you've been doing a great job here today. Mike, nice Mike. to meet you. I'm Tommy. Um, My army buddy. Yep. All right. God all right. bless y'all. We love y'all. Peace. See ya.